Hey, hey, everybody. You're listening to the Over My Dad podcast with the do-gooder dads. Me, George Andriopoulos. And me, Dave Thompson. We got periodic guests, great conversations, and of course, some dad jokes here and there. Dads and non-dads, welcome to our movement towards nothing in particular. This is not a test. Repeat, this is not a test. Stay tuned for further instructions. Hey, hey, everybody. Wait, wrong show. (laughs) That's the wrong intro. We do that. We do the lazy, like, hey, what's up, buddy thing here. We don't do the structure. Oh, what's what's, what's going on with you? Hey. Hey, what's going on? Hey. (laughs) <laughs> We're not that lazy, man. <laughs> no, but it's a more organic feel when we don't do the... I, I like on the launch cast how I do that whole bit in the beginning. I feel like a wrestler coming out to the ring, you know? Oh, for sure. This is way more cash. Way yeah. more cash, for sure. But I like I love that. it. I like I like that it's, it's cash and, and just more natural, you know what I mean? It's It's critical to our model. Let me tell you a story, speaking of casual. So lately... I've been having to break down my setup, my my mic and stuff every time we record, right? <laughs> and this time, because uh, Pris has been taking a little break from school in the office, whatever, right now we're like in close quarters, I, I actually left it set up. And my landlord came by this morning. <laughs> 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 I and you know I don't like I don't like him George <laughs> I don't like him so he he, he uh, long story short I don't like the guy so he he uh he goes oh I didn't know you were a singer which <laughs> which is that and uh, jokes about my my past aside um I was just like yeah I'm a singer because I wanted to avoid that conversation yeah. right yeah <laughs> <laughs> and what's what but no but what's funny is you can't Google me because my name's Dave Thompson. Like George Andriopoulos, he would be able to be like, let me check. Let me look at YouTube. Let me like see what this guy's all about. Yeah. Unless you had some sort of like really edgy stage name or something. But yeah, no, I just I just told him, uh, yeah, I'm a singer. <laughs> <laughs> Side note there. Wouldn't it be super sad if my edgy stage name was George Andriopoulos? <laughs> what if, yeah what if your real name was john smith and this whole time you've been like well not a lot of people know this about me but i really like inconveniencing myself and others constantly so i call myself i call myself george andriopoulos just to really con- confuse people at the bank and <laughs> yeah no or or like the reverse where if you had the cool edgy stage name as your real name and then you just go for some weird name like george Adrian. like what if your name was like bono dangerously you know and then you're like you know what i need and, to and i need to fly under Smith. the radar <laughs> well that's actually wait what uh who who named themselves after actual this is weird so I'm wearing the shirt, the Ramones. So none of their last name was the Ramones, or where they weren't brothers and they weren't Ramones at all. But that's Paul McCartney's name that he used to use at hotels was Paul Ramone. Oh, get out of here! He he used to check in as Paul Ramone um, when he was super duper famous. Just picked a random name, oh, and so they funny. were mega they were mega Beatles fans. So they they called themselves the Ramones, which is oh, cute. that's great. <laughs> 
That's great. That's yeah. great. <laughs> Fun fact. Um, yeah, guys, episode four, the Over My Dad podcast. We made it. We made it. And if you're listening to this on drop date, this is the day that we are launching and we are dropping our first four episodes all together. So we're we're hope you're we're hoping you're digging this thing and 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 you're loving it and planning to subscribe and keep listening to this thing. We won't throw too much of the business at you, but man, yeah. we're enjoying doing it, right? We're having fun. And by the way, rate us, but rate us five stars. If you're not gonna rate us five stars, don't rate us. Just stay home. <laughs> don't even get involved. Can I tell you, um, I it was, really, it really helps. It's funny. We, uh, we were just before this take talking about the, the last, uh, launch cast episode that I recorded a few days ago and how I was having fun with my guest. And so if you listen to that episode simultaneously, this is, I think it's episode two twelve that I just recorded of the launch cast. Um, we talk about the Over My Dad podcast for a few minutes. I talk about it there just to sort of introduce everybody. And I ask them to rate us five stars, even if they don't like us, because it's the nice thing to do, right? Like, that's the it's nice thing polite. to do. It's polite. If it, It's like my mother always told me. If you're not going to say something nice, just stay out of it. Right? Just don't even, Right. Like if you came and meanwhile, over my house the, when it, I was a kid, my grandmother yeah. is going to feed you. She's going to make you feel warm. Mm-hmm. She's going to get you a drink or whatever. And so if you come into my house, rate five stars, leave a nice review. Be nice. Share it with people. Honestly, if you don't like it, keep your mouth shut and just keep listening. That's that's funny. Like with the like Yelp culture, the only time I ever go to my wife, you know, Pris, we really got to leave like a Google review or a Yelp review. It's never because we had a great time <laughs> ever. And we never and honestly, we never do it. But it's like when I'm steaming, when I'm leaving somewhere that I'm like, you know what? When we get home, like we're trying to enjoy our vacation right now. But when we get home, it's over. I'm going to I'm going to give them a one star review. I don't. But I, it doesn't come to me when I love the thing, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, no, totally, totally. And as a business owner, I completely hate people like you. (laughs) (laughs) I said, I didn't, I don't actually go through with it. I don't do it. I promise. I have uh, it's funny. I have (laughs) one bad review on, on my company on my company's not like a review kind of company. It's not like you're walking into my consulting firm to grab a hot dog and fries and you're going to tell people if you like it or not. It's a consulting firm for crying out loud, you know? And so this one dude uh, that I did business with way back in the day um, left me a review like last year. And I hadn't dealt with him by the way, in like probably four or five years. Um, And let's suffice it to say this, he was a, a bad egg who literally like disappeared off the face of the earth while we were doing work. And it was a whole story behind it. I won't get into this guy's story, but out of nowhere, like <laughs> leaves me a bad re- review with some BS four years later. It was crazy. Who's sitting around on like a Tuesday and is like, you know what I would love to get into right now? Let me just... <laughs> I guess that means he thinks about you, which I, I guess, guess is nice. I guess. It's nice to be thought of. It's <laughs> nice to be thought of. Nice to be thought of. Let's, so let's go to more current let's go to more current events. How have you been? What's going on? Everything is good, man. Um, you know, I had a a, a funny story I wanted to bring up. So I, I came across um something on the internet and I was first of all, I was 
dying laughing at the imagery. So I'm gonna, I'm actually going to bring this up real quick so you guys can see it. If you're watching the YouTube video, or I don't know where we're going to post this, but um, so it's the perfect dad shoe. <laughs> so so for those of you for- that are listening right now, this is a croc that that's on screen called the perfect dad shoe. It's a croc. Um, it, there's a full diagram on here pointing, pointing to every component of this croc. It's a stylish looking croc. It looks like if a croc and a, and a sneaker really it looks like if a croc and a new balance sneaker had a baby, um, this is what it would look like. And there are elements of this croc, like easy on and off heel strap, piggyback grade suspension, no nonsense arch support, hunker down, flexible soles, trusty no non-slip. <laughs> and there's a great grass stain resistant skin. And there's a great sidebar picture here with something that I'm sure does not exist, but it's called a detachable footy pack. It's a fanny pack <laughs> for this <laughs> crock. <laughs> so I'm bringing this up because I, I actually found this on a website called howtobeadad.com. Um, I'm sure this was satirical, but it's the perfect shoe for a dad doesn't exist. Well, it does now, kiddo. <laughs> And then they have a whole thing about this. So I wanted to bring this up because um, I don't know how you feel about this. I know you're one of the, the, the first things I noticed about you was your style, right? The style that you bring to the table. You're, mm-hmm. you're, uh, um, uh, you have chosen your, your style in, in life and you are like married to it. Right. And I love that about people. Um, you know, it sort of gives you a, a sort of inside look into into their souls, believe it or not. Like, I, I feel like that. Um, mm-hmm. And so when the croc came out, like, I, there's nothing I loathe more than a croc. And I saw some of my friends wearing them. <laughs> my buddy James, who I'm going I'm to bust on right now, I go over his house and he's wearing crocs. And I'm like, what in the F are those, dude? Like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, they're comfortable and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I wouldn't be caught dead in those things. Tell me, first of all, you, Dave, what, do you, what are your thoughts on crocs? This is really funny that you're bringing this up because, okay, so um, Priscilla and Veda both bought Crocs recently. And, you know, Veda's three and a half, almost four, but she's not like tying her own shoes or whatever. And she could put them on by herself. So it's great. She loves them. Um, and I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm going to be mowing a lawn soon. Like, um, and I'm like, you know, it is funny, but I was just like, you know, I, uh, maybe I should just have them just for the house but like it's a slippery slope dude it is a and, slippery I, slope right before you know it then it's like okay just to target right like uh, and then all of a sudden that's like your main that then you're like you know let's go to a fancy dinner at olive garden and i'm gonna wear my crocs well let me let me, um, let me... <laughs> you, wait you are wearing them i am wearing crocs right now so let me let me tell you about the last few weeks with crocs so and and i'm ashamed of everything i'm about to say to you right um so so i'm working from home right uh the home office the home office is in our basement and i don't know if i'm just getting older but i'm like cold all the time and i realize Mm -hmm. that i'm like I'm wearing socks. I'm wearing like my sweatshirt and jeans and stuff in the basement, but I was wearing socks every day and not wearing sneakers. And I realized at some point I'm like, I must be cold from just wearing socks. Like I should probably wear shoes down here. Maybe it's just, you know, this concrete below the carpet, who knows? Um, you know, and so I started wearing my slippers 
Like I'm like my fuzzy Jets, New York Jets slippers, and they were like a little too hot for me. Start wearing my sneakers every day, and I'm like, okay, that's better. But you know, it just, I like I don't want to wear my sneakers, my shoes around the house or whatever. And so I stopped by my other house. I have we just bought this house six months ago, and I still own my old house, and I use the garage for storage. And I go into the garage, and lo and behold, is a box of Crocs there in my size. We had actually bought these from my father-in-law. Uh, for Christmas a couple of years ago when he was having some some health issues and, um, you know, the, the Crocs were nice and comfy or whatever. They wound up not being his size. My wife forgot to return them, and so they're sitting in mm-hmm. the garage. So I bring them home to try them on, and these things are magnificent. <laughs> these things are amazing, dude. I love them so I much. Think, I think and I'm I sold that way. So- <laughs> This is so funny because I didn't. Uh, so I, I swear to you, I did not know that George was going to talk about this today. So, uh, George, I've talked to you about how I'm in this. I'm in a couple like dad groups, uh, but like interest groups uh, for dads. So like yeah. I have ADHD. I'm in an ADHD dads group, right? Um, I, 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 I like punk rock, so I'm in a punk rock dads group, right? So five days ago, right here, five days ago. Uh, whatever you get you could trust me five yeah. days ago i go i go in my punk rock dad's group i put up a similar meme but it's of croc martins which is uh <laughs> like a cross between doc martins and crocs if you see it right there right and and i put and i i literally said because of what i was just mentioning about veda getting them so for real though i feel like since i'm buying my first house in a southern state and the weather is getting nicer I'm going to be working remotely and I have to take care of my lawn. Am I supposed to get Crocs now? Convince <laughs> me not to. Oh, you found it. Convince Croc me Martins not to. On the screen. And I said, I so I said, convince me. So it got 39 engagements and there's lots of like barf memes and stuff. Some people said who uh, Crocs for life. Who cares what people think? Um, I got to say, I don't know if they were successful in convincing you not to, but I I think you should get them. Like, these things are incredible. So, first of all, they're so comfy, and the best part is that they have, like, this support underneath. Like, my feet hurt, dude, all the time. I'm old. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm 41. Mm -hmm. Um, He's right. I <laughs> like I have hardwood floors on my on my first floor. It's all hardwood floors, and then uh, you know ceramic tile in the in the kitchen. If I'm in the kitchen cooking in my socks, and I'm there for like a few hours, my feet are killing me. My lower back starts killing me. These things are pneumonia, <laughs> pneumonia, shingles. You don't even know what I'm That's, going through. Right. That's how you get COVID. Yeah. <laughs> So, ridiculous. So I I still so here's my final statement on this. I still hate everything that Crocs represent. I hate everybody that wears Crocs, but I am now one of you. I, I have okay. not left the house yet, but like you said, slippery slope. Slippery right. slope. Like I was running out to CVS yesterday wearing <laughs> this them. This is what I was gonna ask. Have you been out? Wearing them, and I'm like, all right, it's not raining because I don't want to wear anything where it's like you know, bad weather outside and bring it inside. So it's not raining. Maybe I should just not change into my sneakers and just go there. And I drew the line there and was like, no, no, George, you are taking Mm -hmm. these off. You will never leave the house with these on. And 
that's the end of that. All right. Well, you sold me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get them. That's it. Are the Martins actually like a thing, or is it just a meme? No, it's just a really good meme, dude. I bet you they're out there. Like I am in. I'm on Google right now in in the shopping section, and there are custom Crocs out there. Like I am seeing T'Challa, like Black Panther Crocs. Well, you know, that's what's interesting about shoes now is this is actually in the news where that that rapper or singer Lil Nas X. Did you hear about this? He came out with Nike's 600 pairs. Right, right. But those weren't. But Nike is is suing him now because those weren't official Nikes. That was just like him getting like, you know, doing like aftermarket work to Nike's. So, like, I'm sure you can get some really cool looking Crocs. Hold on. I got one for you. And, and guys, this is one of those episodes where you need to really check out the video as well. Those that are listening on audio, check these out, Dave. Here it comes. Oh, yeah. That, those, would have, those would have been me 15 years ago for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have been all, all for it. They're classic punk rock. Classic punk goth Crocs. Handmade custom <laughs> spikes and studs. Custom shoes. They are $125. That's it, huh? <laughs> That's it for Crocs. <laughs> yeah literally dude i have friends that do this you literally put a bunch of those studs the studs cost like 10 bucks for like 100 you put a bunch of studs on something you sell it on etsy for like 600 bucks that's where it is it's ridiculous it's on Etsy. it's ridiculous exactly (laughs) exactly amazing there's your housewarming gift so good well thank you yeah thank you so much that is so (laughs) funny um i have some okay so we've done this before i want to do it again I have some stuff to get stoked about that I have to report on. Oh, I love this. Uh, if that's okay. If that's okay with you, stuff to get stoked about. I, I'm gonna have to like make like a jingle. Do we have for a it. sound like, stuff to get stoked about? Nice. I just have a daddy sound effect. What's Sorry. Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> Is that yours? No. No. Random. Some baby you don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here's one. Here I will. I, stuff to get stoked about. Yuck. Yuck. No, no, no. Stuff to get stoked about can be can be anything. It could be anything that is ex- exciting to you. I would like to keep it mostly positive and mostly bigger picture. But also, if it's something personal going on with you, like you know, I think that it it, it can it can do be a lot of things, just like this show, right? Absolutely. So, um, so I have two things. One's quick. So the I'd like to report back, um. I'd like to report back to you that I am. We are on our way to having our own NFT. It is in processing right now. We have an NFT that's going to be stuck to the blockchain, um, and, and I don't know what that means. Uh, and again, I hope it's. I hope its value goes up. I, uh, equity refinance uh, subprime. I don't know those words, but. We, we're going to have an NFT. And if you didn't listen to episode three, an uh, NFT is gonna... a non-fungible token, which means that it's like a, a digital time capsule type original file or thing that's worth money. So it's a way of um, authenticating digital ele- uh, intellectual property. Would that Does that make sense? It makes sense. So we, we, we're going to have our own NFT. Um, I, I, I was able to do it for free and on my phone. So I know that it's legit. They just asked for my social security number, my mother's maiden name. Um, and, and that's it. Now we have an NFT on the blockchain. It's totally real. 
That's amazing. And I was going to say that this is a throwback to Over My Dead Bod canon. What was that? Episode three, right? Way, uh, which, way which back. We, the, the NFC oh, yeah. Stuff. All the way back all four way days back. ago. <laughs> four days ago. Yeah. That's cool, man. That's cool. <laughs> no, I'm, ex- I'm excited. No, but but seriously. So um, here's here's my real one. Yeah. Um, more, more importantly. So I, I have this friend that I've been trying to collaborate with and he's a little younger than me. Um, I I don't, we don't know each other. Well, I would love to like take some credit and be like, Oh, I'm taking him under my wing, but that's not true at all. Like he's, uh, he's doing really, really well for himself. We've been chatting a little bit and he's, he's a musician. He's a DJ and um, his name's Danny. Uh, and his, but his real name, uh, or his, that's his real name. This is just like what we were talking about, about George versus John Smith. Um, <laughs> his, his stage name is, is DJ Mr. Bones. Um, and we're, we're trying to collaborate, trying to work together, do some virtual, um, gigs together. Um, maybe we can have him on the show. I would love that. Um, and I would like to play a, a quick clip for you. Um, it's, it's about 40 seconds long. If you, if, if you're at home, you're going to hear some techno music and then George will let you know what he sees after, after we play the clip. All right, let's see it. All right. So that was that was a, a a guy who was in a bed hooked up to a lot of machines and seemed like he mm-hmm. was DJing there. Dude, the next time you or I ever complain about like wow, my kid kept me up all night or yeah. something, just think about that dude, Danny Amaya, aka Mr. Bones. Um, he was born with something called osteogenesis imperfecta. Uh-huh. Um, and he does not get out of bed. He's completely reliant on a medical team and his mom. Um, and he is the most hard hitting DJ, hard working dude, so authentic, um, constantly streaming from Facebook. My dude has 11 million hits on Facebook right oh. now. Uh, right, right now. Um, it's, he's going super viral. His, uh, today's uh, April 4th. By the time this episode airs in four days, I would imagine it's going to be way more. And his goal is by April 21st, 2021 to have 25 million hits on Facebook. Um, he stays on for hours DJing. And then when he's not DJing, he's live streaming, playing video games as, as DJ Mr. Bones. He's wow. the coolest dude ever. And he's good. And I sent it to and like a good friend of mine who's a DJ that I went to college with. And he was like, no, dude, he's mixing live. Like he's good. Yeah. And I was like, uh, so ne- I never want to, I want to check my privilege and never complain about anything. Dude, right. during, during, while he's 
DJing, if he gets too excited, a machine starts beeping. You might think it's part of the music. And then his mom has to come in and like clean his trach tube. And like, it's like Holy the most God. legit. Yeah, dude. And that it just really puts things in perspective. I mean, and, and besides that awesome guy, we've been chatting. Yeah. Um, he wants to, he wants to come on my, my virtual learning and leisure platform for people with autism, the Zoomiverse, and do a performance. So we're going to do that in the next couple of oh, weeks, amazing. hopefully. Yeah. 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 So I'm really stoked about DJ, Mr. Bones. Check him out. Oh yeah, for sure. Send me, uh, send me over those, the, the links and stuff. And then, you know what we'll do guys. We'll, we'll put all DJ bones, uh, links in the show notes and everything so that you guys can follow him and check out the videos as well. Amazing. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. So I have I have something uh, uh, to be stoked about too, um, and this is uh, so this is where I'll get a little, <laughs> a little more serious um, on this show because that's that's what this thing is about. This is it's it's not just laughs; it's it's real life stuff. Um, and and this is pretty cool for me. Um, so early on in this process to be able to get to this place of of appreciation as opposed to you know, sadness and whatever. So, mm -hmm. um, so I've, I've talked about my, you know, my, my three kids ad nauseum here. Usually, um, uh, my, my daughter Mia is 12, going to be 13 next month. My son Johnny is going to be 11 in a month or two. Um, and my daughter Joanna is like seven and a half months now, almost eight, eight months in a couple of weeks. Um, and so Joanna was actually born with hearing loss. Um, so, you know, we, we've sort of been through this process uh, a little bit, um, and it was scary. You know, early on, not so much, because they, they give a quick hearing mm -hmm. test at the hospital, and she failed it, and they gave her another one before we were discharged and failed that, too. And they're like, oh, you know, it's probably just fluid in the ear canal and whatever. Okay, got to get a, a test when she's a couple of months old. Right. And so we went through this test, uh, AVR test, um, which was insane. It was like a two-hour hearing test where she has to be sleeping for it and they're actually um they put all these like electrodes on her and they're they're checking for wow her. yeah it's it's amazing and it was, it was so stressful to go through it especially because we can't both during covid be in the room like it can only be one of us okay. so i handled the first one my wife handled the the second test um and you know you'd like you're trying to get this baby to go to sleep so that you could do the test and yeah very nerve-wracking anyway um so they, they, they did find after the second test that she absolutely definitely has hearing loss. Um, nothing too insane. You know, I don't, I'm not trying to do any kind of stolen dad valor here, but it's it's something that's there for sure, and it will uh, potentially affect her and, you know, something that, that we have to, to deal with. Um, right. And so the hearing loss, by the way, is something where she is, she can't hear uh, lower range, high frequency sound so anything under like 30 decibels th between like 30 and 40 decibels and lower she can't hear so that's like a desk fan is 31 decibels you know like so like sound. high high pit high pitched but low volume high uh low range high frequency so i don't know exactly what that means in terms of like the SLT yeah. world um but yeah like they were talking about mm. decibels so, you know, like anything that's like the sound of a desk fan or lower in okay. like sound type, like she can't hear that. So when you equate that into words, it's like the the, the shushing sound, like, like shh and F and S and sounds like that. So the way it was explained to us was like, if somebody says like, um, I found your shirt, she might hear, I own your earth. 
mm-hmm. right? And so, okay, why is this an issue uh, that has to be dealt with early on? It's an issue because of language development, right? So as she's developing right. language, if she can't hear right, she won't develop her speech correctly. And so it's something that they want to really, really dive into early to make sure that she's okay. So that's the the thing that happened that sort of rocked us a lot. And I know it could be a lot worse, right? But you, you know, when it's your kid, it's like, it's just super. Happy. No, it, I mean, for me, it's it all just, serious. It hit me like so hard. You know, my son deals with stuff too, with, with the allergies and esophagus issues. He, we were just in Manhattan yeah. yesterday for him to get a biopsy on his esophagus. It's like, you know, all this stuff when it's your kids, it just, it, it hits so hard. But um, with her, it was like, just, you know, all right, like there's a disability here now that we that we have to potentially deal with, and this is something that we have to really mm-hmm. look at. What does this look like as as parents? What does this look like for her? How do we deal with this? And so this is the thankful part. Once we sort of had the time to just process that and, and sort of go, all right, we'll, we'll get past this. Um, right. She'll live a full life, and, and it's not that serious in, in the grand scheme of things. So, uh, so then they start filling you in on, on what goes on. So, what I want, what I'm stoked about is Joanna is starting on Tuesday. She has her first appointment for uh, speech with her speech language pathologist. Uh, she's getting SLP therapy wow. um, starting this early. So, there is a program in New York State called Early Intervention. Um, and early yeah. intervention, what happens there is when a child has hearing loss and qualifies, um, they are, well, I don't know if this is just hearing, this is just the world I live in right now. Um, but they qualify for services from the state above and beyond your insurance, right? So through, state, through public schools, right? Through public schools. No, the schools start at three years old. This is like, okay, okay. this is like private service that the state just runs. And so Joanna's going to need hearing aids, um, which she's, that's all starting like now. We're in the process of all that now. So she'll have them within mm-hmm. a couple of months. Um, you know, the state jumps on all of that, uh, takes care of it. They, they, uh, we had uh, evaluators come here to um, evaluate her for like special education and, and her, her, the, there was a special educator here and a speech language pathologist. So they evaluate her on everything going on. And it was really just an amazing feeling to feel that net sort of reach out and go like, we got you, you know, like this is a scary process, but we're going to, and I think that's more, you know, for us, like we have insurance, you know, whether we had an early intervention or not for the funding side of things, like we have insurance we're we're good, right? Like that, that wasn't a worry for us, but you know, for people that don't have insurance, you know, um, it's an amazing program because it actually funds all of this too. Right. And so for, for services, like it's amazing because like yeah. her hearing aid stuff, the, the, there's an evaluation. Yeah, there's a, a, it shows that it shows that they that, that people have your back too. Yeah. It it feel it feels like you're less alone in something for there to be some sort of a program that's that's external to you and your family to, that that you could be a part of that's like tried and true and tested. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I I think that that's amazing, and I think that it's amazing how how detailed that analysis can be that young too. The fact that you know that she'd hear I owned your urt. I mean yeah. like at how many months old like that that's mind-blowing so yeah horrifying and stressful of course but but i i understand why it would be something to be 
stoked about it yeah, to be hopeful we're so, for you know we're so hopeful with it and it's amazing because like they said to us like this is i don't remember those hearing tests with my son and daughter 10 and 12 years ago mm-hmm. and so they said to us like no they, this is a newer thing that only started like within the last few years right like the hearing test at birth otherwise and because this isn't like profound this isn't like deafness or anything this is something that may have gone undiagnosed that they may have never right. found if it was like me or my you know my older two kids or whatever so right yeah it's scary that we're in this situation but the fact that like and and it's funny because for us like you know we live with a kid 24 hours a day we're with her um we talk to her like we see her reactions we have there are zero signs that she has any hearing loss to us on the surface right but it's amazing right. for a professional to be able to come in here and go listen this is not something you'll see this will affect her later on down the line when she starts talking and everything and really um, becoming verbal. And so if we jump on it now, early intervention, right? If you jump on it now, this will make her life a normal, completely normal life in terms of development. And by the way, like not that we care about this end of it because we've sort of accepted it with the hearing aids. Um, they're like, look, once she's like developed verbally, she could be a teenager, she could be 15 years old and go like, I don't want to wear these anymore. And technically yeah. she won't need them really at that point because she's learned how right. to speak and whatever. And she, if she's okay with a little bit of hearing loss at that point, and she t- then then it's fine. Then that's up to her. But, you know, to be able to sort of grab onto her now and go, like, we got you, like, we're going to help you get through this, whatever, it's amazing. So once we sort of went through that trauma of, like, dealing with the fact that our daughter has hearing loss and is going to have to wear hearing aids and stuff like that, um, you get through it and you go, man, like, this is amazing, this program. Like, we're so thankful. Yeah. So. Well, I, I, I feel for you guys, man. And I mean, I mean, I know you, you're a few kids ahead of me, but I really feel for you because I have, you know, a th- almost four-year-old <clears throat> when we met, she was like two. Uh, and, and, and you, uh, you guys weren't, weren't pregnant yet. And now seeing, you know, we had some scares and stuff, but she's, she's in great health. There's no major concerns, but we had some scares while Priscilla was pregnant or whatever. And then for you guys to be pregnant while the pandemic was going on really, really made me feel for you guys as well. And what's neat is as traumatic as that must've been for you and for Colleen, hopefully by the time she can remember stuff, that won't be something that, is part of her life. I yeah. really hope, I really hope, yeah. you know, um, I, I, it's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm very hopeful for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas Veda, it's like so much, she is not living the typical three and a half year old experience no. at all. No. No. <laughs> yeah. It must be crazy. It is not normal with her. Yeah, I mean, like, she's just, like, she's b- barely socialized. You know what I mean? You know what's crazy? It's, like, she feels like, not to, like, change. I mean, I love that. And thank you for being so candid and so vulnerable about that stuff. I, 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 I However I could support you, um, please it. let me know. But, but, but like, about that, about Veda and the pandemic, <clears throat> like, to put it blunt, to, to, for, like, a really quick example, she thinks unicorns are real. And, like because she's never been to a zoo and like to her there's no bigger difference there's no difference between like a unicorn being real and like a lion being real you know what i mean like she has no context for anything it's all just ridiculous cartoons to her you know what i mean like 
the world outside of like this apartment and like the park down the street or whatever it's all just like oh yeah yeah yeah, that thing like okay <laughs> dad you know what i mean uh, it's all equally real or equally fake and that that's it's like that's sad you yeah. know like i i just really want her to be experiencing things and i'm sure that it's the same for like you know i remember right in the beginning of the pandemic your daughter was supposed to be in a big play yeah. and like it went virtual and that must have been like it was so cool that you guys were able to help pivot that and make that in uh virtual right and that was probably one of the vir first virtual gigs out there because yeah. you because 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 mr andriopoulos came by <laughs> and hooked it up um but but oh, like you know it, it i feel so bad for kids right now you know what i mean and for everybody but um yeah like and and by the way every every stuffed animal that she has they they're adding horns to everything unicorns are so like shoved down the throats of kids these days and like even like kittens with unicorn like uh if you go to cvs you see like kittens with unicorn horns and like bears with unicorn horns and i'm like you're gonna <laughs> confuse the you're gonna confuse the nation's youth it's 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 this it's this beanie baby offshoot brand called beanie buddies i think or something like that beanie uh, boos beanie boos beanie the ones boos, with the yeah. big eyes you yeah, see yeah, them in yeah, cvs yeah. the big eyed sparkly ridiculous those are no good for kids man <laughs> <laughs> not 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 in quarantine time. <laughs> That's hysterical. It, my life is just one big chubby Beanie uh Beanie. translucent Winnie the Pooh story <laughs> right now. You know, like and one big one big constant miscommunication. Uh <laughs> the other the other day actually. Yeah. <laughs> and I know you interviewed Alexa, right? I did. <laughs> you, you interviewed Alexa. We got to get Alexa on the show. I don't know if you you still have. We can hook it up. We can hook it up. <laughs> so the other day, Priscilla is you know we're constantly playing kids songs on Alexa, right? And like we're just like so like in this tiny little space trying to make it work, and so dependent on Siri and Alexa and whatever for not only like helping raise the kid but helping just get by and move and work and so. Uh, Priscilla, um, she was asking for like coronavirus statistics or something of Alexa. Yeah. And um, Alexa is like, this is true. Alexa interpreted it as something about Corona beer. And we are, we are a sober household. We don't, we don't partake. Yeah. And, um, and we were like, no, no. So then finally Priscilla just goes, you know what? I'm going to let it go. And what do you think Alexa does? She played Let It Go. She goes, now playing Let It Go from the Frozen soundtrack <laughs> of course. on Amazon Music. <laughs> I I'm just like deal so with that to... all the time. I deal with that. So what so miscommunications? My, so the, the the Alexa stuff. I can't even say it out loud because hold on. Oh, we renamed her we renamed her computer. Because yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so my house uh I, I i don't think you've ever you've never been to my house right no 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 no, no. so my house is is a smart home um i built it in my in my old house and i moved everything over here and it's even bigger now in this house but I, i'm a big i tech. have i i have a i have a stupid home <laughs> very stupid home. <laughs> i'm a big i'm a big tech nerd i have like this huge equipment closet and everything's on a mm. rack and everything like is hooked up and so alexa is the end point for all of that, right? So that, you know, my universal remotes on, on every TV that control like literally everything from lighting to whatever on the TV, audio and video. But 
with the Alexas, that's what sort of ties every system together. And so we have, we probably, if I had to count, I think we have at least like 12 Alexas in the house. And I have, I have them in my office too, because you have to have, if you're going to do this right, you have to have one in every room, you know, to be able to, so every light, the alarm system in the house, the TVs, the audio, like everything is controlled by her. So yeah, we get into some predicaments here where, where if you say the word by mistake, everything just starts going haywire. Like I just had to mute her from listening before I said her name out loud, because otherwise, like everything would have gone berserk. The, uh, the name the of which we do not speak. <laughs> yeah, and the funniest part was that there was a. I have the same setup in my office, and I, in, when I was in the office, like when nobody was in the office, I listened to Howard Stern on, of course, uh, in my private office, and they had this thing. It had to be like two or three years ago where they were talking about Alexa, and it was nonstop. And then they did a bit. And it was just Alexa, 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 like over and over. And my entire office was going completely bananas. Like I had to shut off Sirius XM because I couldn't Mm -hmm. play the bit because the whole office was going bananas. You know, like things are turning on and off and it's answering questions. And, and you know, I think I have like six of them in the office. So, yeah, I get it, man. I totally get it. (laughs) Oh, you're going to have to tell me. You're going to have to teach me your ways about – how to make my my next harm home smart, or at least less stupid. It no, might I'll, not be I'll as smart as yours. I got I got some good yeah, cheap yeah, tricks yeah. too. Now, funny story with that before uh, we move on. But my uh, my kids have zero idea how like you and I grew up, right? You know, like, mm-hmm. less technical, and there just wasn't this kind of technology around or whatever. So I remember probably like a year or a year and a half after like I made the home a smart home. Now, this is like years ago. So my son is 10. He probably was, God, it was probably like 2015 when I started with all that stuff. So he's like four, you know, 2014, 2015. So he's like four-ish, mm-hmm. somewhere mm-hmm. around there. He's probably your daughter's age now. Um, and they had been at that point living for a year in the home as a smart home with everything going on. So now Alexa's controlling everything and whatever, and they learn how to do all this stuff. But that's also the age, if you if you look at your daughter now, where do you notice that she's starting to, like, forget things, like, pre-three years old? Like, it's kind of erased from yeah. the memory. And now it's like, now for the sure. stuff she's experiencing, now this is the stuff she'll always remember. So yeah. it's like... Yeah, for sure. He's in this reality of, like, this is all he remembers now. Like, this is the way things work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I walk past the bathroom one day, and he's in there with the door shut, going to the bathroom, whatever, and he very honestly and candidly, and this wasn't just to joke around with her, said, Alexa, wipe my butt. Like, I heard those words, (laughs) and I go, what are you talking about? And he opened the door. He's like, I opened the door, and I was like, are you seriously asking that? Are you joking around? He's like, on his face, he's like, I don't know. (laughs) You know, like... Like he thought it was going to happen. And he's, he's like, and you call all this a you call this a smart home dad. <laughs> and the kid's a life hacker, so he thought he could like make it. Ha- he's like, he's probably like, I can avoid ever wiping my butt again. Here's what you do, things. George. Here's what you do. Now there are those aftermarket uh, bidet add-ons to your toilet that I'm sure that you can Alexa enable. Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And the bathroom hygiene. Get that continue. for him for get that for him for his birthday. <laughs> the bathroom hijinks continue because I I walked past the bathroom the other day after he got out of the shower and he's like, Alexa, play a slow fart. Alexa, play a wet fart. <laughs> like this is his time with Alexa. Be- you look at that. She answered. I unmuted and she answered. Now playing. Son slow of a gun. Fart. Son of a gun. Speaking of my kids, so. I had a great conversation with my daughter the other day. My daughter, Mia, my older one, I, she is like comedy fodder, this kid. Like, she is always willing to help out. You guys that have seen our, what was it, a commercial trailer? It was when we first came up with the idea for the podcast. We put together that little commercial. Mm-hmm. She helped me out with a co- with filming all of the bits that I did for that um oh that was her that was holding the, the camera and all that she was holding the camera and then she was remember i did the thing with the knife or, or the scissors where i dropped the scissors no, no, right, right. I, I knew that i knew that that wasn't like a paid actor i knew that part was her. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway so so she and i have a great like relationship when it comes to talking right she's a daddy's girl like she anytime something's bothering her like she'll eventually sit down with me and we'll have the the big talk together and and, mm-hmm. and work it all out. So um here's the scary thing with her. Mia is 12, she's going to be 13 on uh, at the end of May. So I have a mm-hmm. teenager coming here. So I was a little worried about this and you know, it's getting a little harder to communicate with her as the as the years go by. Um, so I asked her specifically how we could sort of get through these next couple of years. So guys, check out, check this out, have a, have a listen here. Uh, and you will see this seven and a half minute conversation that I had with my little girl. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Hey kiddo. Hi. So here's the deal. Next month, the end of next month, you're turning the big one three. 13 years old. We are going to have a teenager on our hands here. Yeah. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Excited. Yeah, well, you know how daddy feels? How? Scared to death. Oof. I feel that way because we're going to have a teenager here for the first time. And I, I don't quite know how to handle you as a tween. And now that you're going to be an official teen, I'm a little nervous and scared. So I was looking up articles, and I found this article on Medium.com called Top Tips for Dads to Handle and Understand Their Teenage Daughters. So they give the top tips. So are you cool if we go over these together? Sure. Okay. I want your brutal, honest opinion on each one. Got it. And if I do a good job of it or not. Right? All right. So tip one. Don't try too hard on being the cool dad. I, I, I agree. It's just, just going to be cringe and probably not going to end well. It's going to be cringe if I try and be the cool dad. Do I already try to be the cool dad? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do I do a good job of trying to be the cool dad? Most time. Most Give me time. an example of when I do not do a good job of being the cool dad. Um, when you pulled up at my school with okay. Johnny. And you were playing the Dora theme song, and I was walking out with my friend, and you were dabbing. So in my defense, when you started middle school, you wanted nothing to do with dad. Only when I picked you up from school. So every time I picked you up from school, you were like, too cool for dad, and you wouldn't even acknowledge dad's existence. And so when I picked you up from play practice one day, I decided to punish you a little bit for it. So we pulled up 
in my truck with the windows down. We were blasting the theme song to Dora and we were both dabbing over and over and over again. That wasn't such a cool dad moment, that was just me more punishing you for being a tween to me. So, all right, so so you're saying don't try too hard to be a cool dad. Mm-hmm. All right, I will, I will take that advice. All right, so the next one on the list, focus on feelings and be prepared to take a hit for that. Meaning we should focus on our feelings more and that if you're mad at me about something, I gotta take responsibility for it. How do you think we do on that one? We, we talk about feelings yeah, here. Yeah, we talk right? about feelings. We, you and I have a thing. We, we definitely, yeah. we, have a, we have a connection. We always find our quiet time to talk about feelings. All right, I think we do a pretty good job yeah. with that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, next one. Give a mature explanation to your decision as a parent. <laughs> do I do this currently? Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, so I'm getting it. Yeah. So yeah, so so I'm a I'm a fairly progressive parent, but I'm I'm also part of the old school of when it's time for parents to make a decision, that's the decision. You know what I mean? So does dad need to get more progressive? I need to widen my my thought process as a parent yeah. and get a little more mature about that. All right. Yeah. So that means I need to talk to you frankly and maturely about everything that we talk about going forward. So like if you ask me for like a gift certificate, like an iTunes gift certificate, I could start telling you about the down economy and how we're in a pandemic right now and how the way business is going, we probably shouldn't be wasting money on gift cards. No. No, No. okay. So you wanna skip that rule? Yeah. We'll skip mature explanations. Okay, good, to decisions as parents. All right, next one on the list. Some topics may still be a no-no. What does that mean to you? <laughs> like you don't you don't want to necessarily talk about every topic, right? Like what's a topic that's a no-no to you that you want you don't want dad talking to you about if you feel comfortable saying it? Um not really, but there, there's a lot of stuff. So girl stuff. Yeah. Like you don't want me talking about girl yeah. stuff to you. So my incessant need to always address problems and like just talk thing. it all out and just talk it all out, you don't like that. No. Okay. Not all the time. So basically I should start minding my own business, you're saying. Yeah, kind of. And this is supposed to work to parent a teen. <laughs> I don't this is good parenting. Okay, alright. I don't know how I feel about this article. Okay. Be generous with praise. I definitely do that. Yeah. Yes, I always tell you when you do a good job at things, I always tell you how beautiful you are. Yeah. I'm very good about that. Yeah. Come on. That, that's yeah. a win. All right, that was already a checkbox for me in my home. Okay, next one. Let her choose how you're spending your time together. <laughs> how do you feel about that one? How do you feel about that? I like that. You like that. I like that. So, <laughs> so by the way, everybody, if this was up to Mia, we would be watching YouTube videos and playing Adopt Me all day long in Roblox, right? That's how you would want to spend time together. Yeah, probably. But when I force you to do things you don't want to do, eventually you wind up having a good time. Like, we go on a walk pretty much every single day, right? And yeah. how many of those days do you actually want to go on walks? Zero, usually. What? One out of... Every seven, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And when you actually do go on the walk, even when you didn't want to, what happens? Have fun, I guess. You have fun, I guess. Okay, good. So parenting wins again. Parenting hashtag FTW. No, no. For the, oh, no. Like trying too hard to be a yes. bit? Okay, yes. no hashtags. No. Okay. All right, so that's the end of their list. Uh, any other advice for me as I navigate having a 13-year-old in the house? <laughs> well, if you're going to use your little 
abbreviation things actually know what they mean. <laughs> so, are you talking about scratching my head yes. and shaking my head? That was an honest mistake, and I'm pretty sure we actually went over this in another podcast episode. <laughs> this is what you were making fun of me for. But, okay, I will try to get up on my lingo. I don't know all your lingo yet. I sound like I'm 100 years old right now. <laughs> you know, I had my own lingo just a few years before you were born. We had our own lingo, and then you guys had to go shake it up and create yeah, all new lingo. You said boring things like dope and woke. I never said woke. Woke is not my word. Dope, well, I said, for sure. Oh, that's dope. But your brother still says dope. So that can't be out yet. Okay. All right. So I'm going to, so you're basically telling me stop trying so it's a, hard. It's a monkey see monkey do kind of situation. With I was not the original monkey. I heard him saying dope and I was like, oh man. All right. So I will stop trying so hard and I will learn your lingo. That's the advice you're giving me to navigate the next six years of your life as I try and survive with a teenage daughter in the house while I have a preteen son and an infant daughter. Okay, good. That's the advice. All right, I'd like to end with a little dad joke for you. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, ready? A genie asked, what's your first wish? Steve answered, I wish I was rich. And the genie said, what's your second wish, Rich? Oh, my God. Boom. <laughs> Love you. You're so cringe. Love you. Oh, God. Love you? <laughs> Love you. <laughs>
punish her for it. And that story she told was the punishment. We were picking her up from play practice, my son and I. He, In his defense, he was completely against this because he thought she was going to be pissed at me. Mm-hmm. But we pull up, windows down, and as soon as she walks out the door, I start pulling up and I blasted Dora, Dora. And we just were nonstop dabbing, dabbing, dabbing over and go. over again. She's like, oh, my God, Dad, stop it. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I love that so much. I can't wait for my daughter to be of the age where she can be embarrassed. that She has no shame currently. I'm looking forward to that day. That's great. Yeah. It's the best part of being a, a, a girl dad. Hashtag girl dad, which she'll probably oh. say, cringe dad. Don't say hashtag girl dad. You're like so cringe right now. Yeah, stand it. Yuck. Oh my Yuck. goodness! <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right, that that's awesome. Yeah, that that's a wrap. Thanks, man. That was awesome. Guys, catch us every other Wednesday. Apple Podcast, Spotify, all the usual places. Dave, a pleasure, my yeah. friend. Yeah, yeah, and follow us on uh, Instagram, Facebook at Over My Dad Podcast, and Twitter at Over My Dad Bod CST. All right. See you next Thanks, time. Thanks, dude. Guys. Later. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the Over My Dad podcast. Catch us every other Wednesday morning on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and everywhere podcasts are available. And please do not forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Over My Dad Podcast and on Twitter at Over My Dad Bod CST.